Hello, folks. Jonathan Lee here, founder and creator of Bridging Legacies Across Campuses. Um, we have another edition of our podcast. Um, I would like this young man to introduce himself. I've known him for a very strong four years. Um, he really needs no introduction based upon his uh, legacy of who he is. But uh, SS, please take it away for me. Hi, my name is SS Singh. Um, I am a recent alum of Episcopal High School, and I will be going to Lehigh University uh, this upcoming fall. Perfect. SS, thank you, man. Um, so as you get ready for Lehigh, how's your summer been, man? What you been up to? Um, so this summer has been, uh, you know, kind of different than usual summers. Most summers I've been working at this, uh, this children's camp, but, um, this summer I decided to take some time off, uh, for myself and, you know, really dedicate some time for, you know, working out and stuff like that, taking care of my mental health. So I've been really, you know, working on myself this summer, which has been kind of nice to, it's kind of nice. It's been really great, SS. I can tell you from watching uh, your Instagram account, it's been good to uh, watch this butterfly you're turning into, man. It's been great. Um, I remember when you were just a, a little baby freshman um, back in Episcopal, so it's great to see yeah. you. Um, maybe I should have picked something a little bit stronger, like an eagle than a butterfly, but uh, you've definitely blossomed and found your groove, man, so I thank you. Yeah. Um, so perfect. So think about that, SS. As you um, were a four-year student at Episcopal High School, can we talk about how your journey and how your uh, relationship began at Episcopal High School? Yeah. So um, basically, I'm from a small town, uh, Carteret, New Jersey. And in our district, we have one public high school um, and one public middle school. And my older sister, Probleen, um, had gotten a letter in the mail from a scholarship program called the New Jersey Seeds Scholarship Program. It's a nonprofit uh, program for low-income families. Um, and well, basically what they do is help these low-income families get placed into these prestigious boarding schools. Um, so my sister first, you know, took a chance and rolled the dice and uh, ended up attending Episcopal High School and graduated in 2016. And likewise, afterwards, um, I went through the New Jersey Seeds Scholarship Program and after applying to multiple schools, um, I, too, decided that I would, you know, kind of follow in her footsteps and go to Episcopal High School. So, uh, man, SS, we are better for it that your sister blazed away because I can't really think about what my time in Episcopal would have been like if I didn't have your face and voice maneuvering around campus and my space to see every day. So <laughs> I just want to say I'm glad the stars aligned. And um, I work with New Jersey Seas as a missions officer in the past, and they have some great kids. Um, so I'm glad that CBO was able to make that connection uh, with yeah. Episcopal, which was awesome. Yeah. Perfect. So SS, one thing that you've seen, um, I've been working on um, my, my Black account with um, highlighting and spotlighting these various students. My question for you is, I have these three buckets. One is Black success from EHS. The one is Asian success from EHS. And the one is Latinx success from EHS as well. All those hashtags. As I talk about these three buckets and think about these moments, how does this relate to you as your person and your ident identity of who you are versus what these posts mean to you as you see them? Yeah, so I definitely feel like, you know, being a, you know, a brown male, um, a lot of times, you know, you can get I, your identity kind of mistaken, you know, um, especially at high school where, you know, you're with younger people. So, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, a common mistake, but also sometimes it can just be, you know, 
people didn't grow up in an environment where this education, you know, about different identities was really broadcasted. Um, so, you know, talking about your three buckets, um, I feel like, you know, I fall into Asian, Asian success uh, at EHS, but at the same time, for a lot of people, they might not know that because being an Indian, an Indian male, a lot of times people forget that, you know, India is also part of the continent of Asia. And a lot of times those, uh, those eight, like that Asian success can only be, you know, narrowed down to China, South Korea, and other places like that solely, you know, uh, based on the fact of like, that's what the stereotype has been built in people's head, you know? So, um, yeah, I definitely say that, you know, being a brown person is kind of hard for sometimes to be, you know, identified as, you know, an Asian male as well. But, um, yeah. Perfect. SS, well said. I really want to thank you for that and sharing that truth. Um, so in saying that, I definitely got to get in touch with your sister so I can spotlight her um, in the, under the Asian success hashtag, should she chose, uh, so choose. Um, my next question for you, SS, um, as you navigate being a brown person, being an Indian, being an Asian person on Episcopal's campus, when did it really hit you? Like, when was that moment um, during your tenure uh, that you really experienced something that you're like, wow, like, I really feel like another? What, what could you pinpoint that moment to be? Yeah, I would, I would definitely say it was, you know, during when I was an underclassman, I would feel like is when I really, you know, felt like an outsider, more specifically sophomore year. Um, like not a lot of people know this, but my sophomore year, I was really debating whether I wanted to continue my tenure at Episcopal High School. I had a lot of phone calls with my mom on the phone, like, you know, late at night, and I'd be like, listen, mom, like, you know, this place isn't for me. I don't know how Probleen did it, you know, but I, I'm like, I'm not cut out for this. I want to go home. I want to be with my friends from home because back in back at home, it's a diverse environment. And I was with other, you know, Indian people, you know, black people, and I'd grown up around those people. So I was comfortable. Um, but when I got to Episcopal, I was really left out. Um, and I probably felt that most when I realized that my socioeconomic status didn't really match up with some of the people who I was friends with. Um, you know, these were pe like people like me who had, you know, gone shopping in like, you know, casual malls and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, not wearing the most expensive clothing or most expensive shoes. Um, and also like not going on vacations on every, you know, every break that we got. Um, I had met a lot of people who were like, you know, doing the opposite. They shopped at expensive places, went on expensive vacations, um, you know, and they all had some kind of, you know, relationship to one another. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, I went on that uh, vacation island uh, this past weekend and I saw you there and, you know, all this other kind of stuff where here I was sitting at home, you know, trying to help provide for my family, working a job. So I definitely feel like, you know, it was that was probably the moment when I realized that, you know, I don't have a lot of money compared to these people. So I would definitely say that that's when I really realized that I was an outcast. SS, I definitely hear you on that. When uh, for me, it was several moments. And one of the moments kind of humorous was when midwinter break came up and everyone was like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going down the street. I live two miles away. And one kid was like, I'm going to Colorado Springs. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. it's just a three day weekend. And he goes, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we got it all squared away. And for me, that's when I really realized, like, I wasn't in Alexandria anymore, even though I was literally so Alexandria. Um, so, I, again, I just thank you for sharing that, SS, um, which is awesome. Um, next question for you. As you're now a mature young man, um, you're ready to go to Lehigh and battle 
um, the different cold weather and also be start from the bottom. Now you're not like the big man on campus anymore. But as you're ready, as you reflect back on your time, if you went back to your middle school self or had to go in the time capsule and you could tell your old younger self something important or the next generation of kids, what would you impart as a gem of knowledge and advice to that next generation uh, or your old self in middle school? What would you say? Um, you know, now that I think about it, uh, I mean, like this advice kind of, I think, applies very specific to me. But I feel like in the future, students who do choose to go to, you know, uh, predominantly white institutions and, you know, have like, you know, feel like outcasts. I feel like this applies to them, too. But my advice would probably be always know your worth, you know, and um, the reason being that sometimes when you're in these situations and you get caught up around, you know, people you're not familiar with and you're not in, you know, familiar surroundings, you might start to question your worth and you might feel like I don't belong or, you know, I'm not worthy of being in the situation that I am. You know, a lot of times where, you know, students will end up in these PWIs because of, you know, their academic excellence or, you know, their athletic ability, which is just, you know, completely like insane compared to other people. And once they're at these places um, and they look around and they realize that they don't have the same resources as others, they might feel like, I'm not really worthy. You know, I don't really belong here in the first place. Um, and, you know, it was kind of a mistake. I got chosen, you know, it was a hand in a hat and I just kind of got picked out by luck. But I feel like that's the wrong thinking and that's the wrong mentality to have. So I would definitely say to know your worth and understand that whatever situation that you are in today, you know, it's because you worked for that. And, you know, you applied yourself and you, you know, became a better person over however long it was to get there. So know your worth and be like, I deserve to be where I am. You know, I deserve to be the top of the podium because I work for it. So I would, that would definitely be my advice. Know your worth. Oh, man. Thank you, SS. Again, you're dropping knowledge, man. I think you should be able to skip your freshman year and go right to sophomore year, man, with the knowledge <laughs> you're, you're spitting. So I appreciate that. Um, so as we get ready to wrap up, SS, one thing I always like to do is kind of ask for your critiques, criticism, things I can do better, things that you kind of notice. And again, um, when I'm tweeting out here or, or Instagramming things and posting uh, West Coast time, I see you're liking it right away. You've always been a good um, IG follower of mine and me of yours as well. What can I do as you see things for improvements? And again, I as a person, a founder creator, my vision is only as good as my network because you're part of my network. What suggestions do you have, SS? Um, well, first thing that I want to say is thank you for having me. And I also want to say, you know, whoever's listening to this to definitely reach out uh to mr lee here because he's definitely a helpful resource and he has well let, let me make let me make one correction ss we've battled each other for four years now and you call him mr lee you now have the birth <laughs> right now to say go ahead and say it you can say it. i can't give you a level of demerit so go ahead and say it man. <laughs> go go ahead and contact jonathan and, and reach <laughs> out to him uh, because he's definitely a helpful resource he had been for all four years for me um and i don't know how i would have done it without him but uh for some advice for you I definitely feel like um, sometimes, you know, it can be easy when you're, you know, caught up in everything to kind of tunnel in and focus on, you know, just Episcopal. Um, but I feel like it'd be really helpful if, you know, you were to connect young alumni from these PWIs with students that maybe you're possibly working with today. I mean, like, I would definitely be so down to do that and talk to other students who are at these places. I definitely feel like it'd be a cool way to, you know, kind of 
give people a heads up like hey you know you're you know you're not going to be home anymore you're going to be somewhere else so i definitely feel like trying to connect those people uh you know connect those two groups of people would be really interesting to see because i know if anyone you have the ability to do that so i mean that'd be my only critique you know just let's thank you thank you thank you thank you well just know ss by having your cell phone number and your email or i'll get your new personal email to move away from episcopal one but just know if i meet a brown person or any person it looks like they need your skill set and who you are i'm going to tap you on the shoulder and ask you to make that connection of course uh, with that so i i know i got your back you got my back and i have yours in that so I just want to say thank you. And again, as we finally wrap up SS, I just want to say thank you. Um, talking about socioeconomic status, talking about race, talking about all the things you discuss, it takes time for a brown person to open up in the way that you do to express those things and to put that kind of on paper, on record right now while we say that. Um, not that I have massive amount of followers like I would like to right now, but I just say thank you, man, because it, it means a lot to me and I know what it means to do this work and to share because you're speaking truths from your perspective, that may also be a commonly shared perspective and insight for someone. I just say thank you for blessing me, man. Yeah, no, no problem. Definitely a conversation that needs to happen and, you know, that needs to be heard. It definitely takes, you know, um, a lot out of a person takes courage, but this is a conversation that people need to hear. And if you can help people, then why not, you know? Perfect. Yeah. SS, thank you, man. Much blessings to the listeners yeah. out there. Thank you for making it with us for these 14-some uh, minutes. I greatly appreciate um, you and please share this podcast. Again, this is another edition uh, from uh, Bridging Legacies Across Campuses, SS. We will talk shortly in, in the meantime. Thank, Thank you and you. catch up with you later, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me.